Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Seminal Wrap. This is Perry Kosadekis coming to you live on this Monday, August 24th. We are less than two weeks out from the season opener versus Notre Dame, and so Florida State football is really amping up what it is doing on the practice field. The Seminoles just held their second scrimmage of the fall camp. We got to talk to the coaches after head coach Mike Norvell, offensive coordinator Kenny Dillingham, defensive coordinator Adam Fuller, and special teams coach as well as defensive ends coach John Papuchis. And while they weren't as excited as they were after the first scrimmage just because i think they were excited to see all of their starters like first stringers main contributors in action this was more of a if you are battling for a spot or battling for reps scrimmage then this is your chance to show off it's sort of like the third and fourth preseason game in the nfl where they are vying for a spot And so you want to see them because there are only so many reps in practice that can go around. Basically how it was explained to us by Mike Norvell. um, The player we keep hearing about nonstop, Kalen Deloach. Um, Kalen Deloach came in as a pretty well-regarded recruit, struggled a little bit last year. It's been acknowledged by the coaches, by himself. And he has been referenced by Adam Fuller as the player who has possibly taken the biggest strides from last season to this, which is very encouraging for a linebacker group, which at times struggled, well, at times, mainly struggled during the 2020 season and is still sort of a concerning point on this team this year. Outside of that, you know, quarterbacks. Quarterbacks is the number one topic on the mind of Florida State fans. From what we have seen, from what we have heard, it is still a legit competition between Jordan Travis and Mackenzie Milton. In my personal opinion, from what I have heard and what I have seen from Jordan Travis so far in this fall camp, I am starting to lean in the Jordan Travis starting direction. Um, He showcased over the last two seasons that he is one of the more dynamic players to come to Florida State. And that's not hyperbole. He holds records for quarterback rushing. And there were concerns about his throwing ability, I think, pretty moderately quashed, honestly, by the performances that he had last year. That first touchdown throw against Jacksonville State, I think, showed he has an arm. His brother is a baseball player. Like, it runs in the family. He has the arm strength. It's more the durability that came into question not only last year throughout the season, but it's why he wasn't available a lot in camp last year. He just had a lot of injury concerns. So far this fall camp, that really hasn't been an issue. He has been out there all the time. He was out there all during spring. He has been consistently out there on the field. A consistency is what this coaching staff has been hammering home nonstop. It's almost like a meme at this point. Where Mike Norvell will mention, oh, the energy was great, but the execution needs to be consistent. We need consistency. The talent's there, the consistency, the consistency. And so the more they emphasize that as a necessary factor for a starting player, the more I'm inclined to believe that Jordan Travis is where they should go. Not to say that is where they are going, but in my opinion... I think Jordan Travis is about to be the guy. Now, the key to his success will be if the wide receivers take a step up this year, because last year, drops plagued the team. It seems so far in fall camp, drops have again been plaguing this wide receiver group. You know, Keyshawn Helton, the redshirt senior, has been looking every bit of what he needs to be. That for sure is not a concern. We've heard from the coaches, we've seen with our eyes, we've heard from practice that Helton is just the consistent guy that you need this year. Andrew Parchment seems to be coming along. He is adjusting from Kansas football. 
He missed the spring. He enrolled in the summer. And so with that comes a learning curve because he did not have the spring to get familiar with the vernacular that Florida State uses to get acclimated to Tallahassee in general. So not only is he learning how this football team functions, he's also learning how the city functions, how he functions in this new environment. And he has gotten compliments from offensive coordinator Kenny Dillingham on his ability to put the work in. He emphasized that he is like a one mistake guy. And by that, he meant when a transfer comes in, he needs to be able to be like, oh, okay, we don't do it that way and then move on. Whether it's like a route or just even in general, how the team does its daily activities. It's a brand new program. It's a brand new manner of adjusting. And so there isn't overtly a concern over the fact that he hasn't been an absolute stud or playmaker or whatever uh, adjective you need your wide receivers to be attributed with. But outside of that, the offensive line is looking where it needs to be, relatively healthy along it. Still questions as to where Thomas Schrader is after getting injured in the spring. But Devontae Love-Taylor, who many fans have been concerned about, he's been out there, he's been practicing. Dante Lucas looking good himself. Transfer Dylan Gibbons, of course. A... Presence not just obviously in the game, but he has positioned himself to be a leader in an offensive line room where there really isn't too much, you know, senior leadership, like experienced leadership and not getting beat down. And I don't even mean that as like a detriment to their ability more. This Florida State football team as a collective has just kind of experienced failure. And that's a very harsh word, but it's really like they haven't had the chance to succeed and know what it's like to succeed. And Dylan Gibbons, while he was, you know, a backup, he saw how they function as pe- like as a team that expects to win and expects to dominate and expects to do all of the fantastic football things that a good football team is supposed to do. But with the youth does come some excitement, um, both on offense and defense. We've heard great things about defensive end Patrick Payton. We've heard great things about Amari Cooper, DB. Hunter Washington has been doing fantastic as well. But the number one freshman that we have heard about nonstop on defense has been Shane Brown. And that has just been off his ability to adapt and to make plays. And he has just been called a natural playmaker by every part of the coaching staff. Anybody who has interacted with him has seen how he functioned. He is just nonstop on mission takeaway, which is Adam Fuller's little cute way of referencing the turnovers that happen in practice. He is always out there. He is making plays, and he is definitely going to see the field in his freshman year. It is looking like he is one of those gems that are going to emerge this year from the lack of scouting that could have happened because of COVID where a kid just flew under the radar because they played somewhere that didn't get a lot of national attention. And so it's going to be very exciting to see how uh, Brown contributes to the team this year. As for some other battles along the team, kicking. Kicking is where they still have not determined a starter. John Papucha said on Saturday that it's looking more and more like they are getting ready to make a decision, possibly this week. Just based off practice, based off even last year, it's looking like possibly Ryan Fitzgerald will be the starter, even though Parker Rothos does have a very good leg. It's more, again, that consistency that everybody is looking for along this team, which reflects, I think, an understanding of this coaching staff that this team could be good. Like it could be an eight to 10 win team under the right circumstances if they manage to put it together. Now, does that mean I'm saying best case this season is 10 wins? (laughs) No, that isn't like a few years away from happening. Eight wins is possible, but would again be like more than what is expected of this team. It's more so that this team is trending in the right direction. Like the coaching staff likes where this team is headed especially now that they're kind of getting their players in, their kind of guys in. But they still need that execution to be there because they know that this year is not easy. It's not fun. 
Uh, you start off in Notre Dame, you get a little bit of a brief against Jacksonville State, Wake Forest. But you just go right into the thick of it after that. And so it would be interesting to see how the coaching staff continues to describe and talk about this team as, again, we are under two weeks until the season opener versus Notre Dame. And with that, here are the coaches themselves after Saturday's scrimmage. Good evening, everyone. Hope uh, y'all are having a great night. Um, just got done, had a couple-hour uh, scrimmage, and thought our guys came out. It was good, and definitely um, good to get out in Dope Campbell. You know, under the lights, uh, you know, everything was – we tried to simulate you know, kickoff here in two weeks from now. Um, you know, there at 7:30, I thought uh, you know our guys had had good energy. Um, you know, it was good work back and forth. You know, tried to play it as much like quarter. It basically, we had uh, a full half and, and and a little bit over for for a quarter. Uh, you know, making sure we got uh, um, you know the unexpected situations to show up and to see guys react. Um, we did hold some guys uh, on the defensive front. Um, you know, here tonight, uh, wanted to to really get a get a, uh, a view of some of the guys that are they're battling for for positions and spots. And uh, you thought some guys really flashed. I thought Mark Marcus Cushney, uh, you know, you did some good things. I saw um, some some flash plays. Patrick Payton, you know, you know, really, um, you know, I'm excited about what what's where he's coming. Um, you know, offensively, it did a good job moving the ball. Uh, you know, throughout the drives, I thought it did it did some nice things on third downs. Uh, you know, still had um, had some you know, too many drops and missed opportunities. Um, you know, there early in the scrimmage, but uh, you know, I thought the guys responded well. Uh, you know, I thought the quarterbacks. You know, they did they did a good job tonight. I mean, just uh, you know, really all of them uh, had had some explosive plays. You know, had to, to manage the game well. Um, you know, we had uh, some some situations where uh, that showed up that you know this past week you know we maybe maybe uh, you know held on the ball too much or, or didn't didn't get rid of it at times when we uh, when we could have and I thought I saw a conscious effort from those guys uh, really showing the maturity of, of of the experiences and so I thought it was a good work um, you know you know, got some work in the kicking game um, you know in our in our return units and uh, you know continuing to build the competition and depth that we have there and you know just excited about what I'm seeing and you know we've got still got two weeks uh, two weeks to go in, in preparation you know as we as we get going here this next week um, you know tomorrow will be off first day of school um, you know but you know, come Tuesday, it's you know it'll be a little bit of a modified game week, and we'll still get some good on good work as as we prepare, but uh, start getting an early introduction into uh, into Notre Dame for for our guys, and uh, you start to prepare for for what's ahead. But um, you know, I, I like where we're I like where we're heading. Um, you know, I don't I don't believe there was any uh, significant uh, injury tonight, which is always a a good thing, and you know, the overall you know health of our team is is trending trending uh, trending well. So uh, we're gonna get to get some more guys. Uh, back here this week and uh, continuing to push uh, towards uh, September 5th. But with that, take questions. First question will be from Ira. You mentioned some of the uh, pass rush, particularly from the newcomers. Um, how did you feel like the offensive line did uh, kind of balancing the other side of that? Uh, I mean, we're getting better. And, you know, we have some guys that, um, you know, that are – that are looking at different places. I think Rob Scott has had a uh, had a remarkable camp, and I mean he's. Uh, yeah, I know I mentioned earlier that we made a move over to the left side, and uh, yeah, that's something that you know he's really taken to. Um, we've had some some great battles with uh, you know him, Jermaine Kier, and um, you know he's you know he's he's doing a great job holding his own as he's continuing to grow and develop. Um, you know, but I th I think the 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 continuity of the group is something that we're still um, we're still pushing. Um, you know, I think the communication of, of what we're having, uh, you know, there up front is, is definitely getting better. And uh, we've had a few guys that have, uh, you know, have had for, for uh, different reasons been bumped, bangs and bumps, bruises, or been unavailable. So we've had to look at a couple different uh, different options up, up front. And uh, I think that's helping the, the overall development of the group. But uh, you've been really pleased, uh, you know, throughout the, throughout the, uh, the fall camp of, of where, that gr where that group is going. And I think it's, it's got a chance to be much improved um, you know, for where we've been, and uh, you see the confidence that's that's growing in 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 that in that position. You know, each and every day. Hi, Mike. When we were out there 
guess yesterday, DJ Williams flashed a, a couple times running the ball. I guess how did he look this evening, and I guess how has he progressed throughout the course of camp here? You know, he started in the, in the scrimmage, you know, he started off with with a bang. I mean, he had a couple of explosive runs. You you could see, um, you know, he's had you know, he's had a really nice summer, and then coming into fall camp, just, uh, um, you know, what he's done physically with his body. I mean, he's dropped, I think it was, you know, probably 12 pounds from when he first got here. I think he's moving, he's moving better, you know, he's just overall confidence in what he's being asked to do. Um, you know, definitely a, a real positive addition to, to our running back group with you know guys like Jay Sean and Trey Sean. Um, and then, you know, also just the versatility of LT and what he can do. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a dynamic group and I really like what I'm what I'm seeing from them. Um, but he's 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 definitely, you know, playing uh, at a much higher level and uh, you know, you could see he's another guy that's really uh, um, you know getting more confident with each rep. We we tried to we tried to feed him the ball a little bit more tonight just to see him in that situation. I thought he did a nice job. Hey, Mike. Um, just now with two scrimmages, being able to look at everything, where would you say the biggest strides have been made from the wide receiver group overall? Uh, you know, I, I think I think the group is um, it's it's an exciting group. It's very young. I mean, we I think we have three guys on our roster that that are not freshmen. So I mean, some of those guys are learning as we go. Um, but you know, I I think when you look at it, you know. Um, Andrew Parchment was a guy tonight that you talk about the response. You know, had an early drop. Uh, you know, wasn't you know, um, you know, kind of got down on himself and came back with a with a touchdown catch. You know, a little bit later in the quarter. Um, you know, just that consistency is big, and that's something that we're going to need. Um, but uh, you see guys like you know Keyshawn Helton and uh, Ontario Wilson that are playing at a high level, um, as good as they've played since I've been here. And, and then you get you know, some of the newcomers that are that are coming in that are, are explosive players. Uh, you know, uh, you know Kentron had a couple nice plays, but you know also had a couple negative plays that we couldn't have. Um, and and you just we just have to work towards that consistency, play in and play out. But uh, you know I, I like what I'm seeing from the group. It is a talented, a talented bunch, and uh, you know uh, I'm excited about how they're going to continue to um, you know create the explosive plays, we just got to do that on a consistent basis. Coach, with how you're managing the quarterbacks, are, are you guys able to get like an apples to apples comparison on how all four are doing? No, absolutely. You know, we tried to try to script out, uh, you know, different roles and, um, you know the the opportunities that each guys are, are presented. That was a big big thought of this this last week uh, to be able to, to you know we had the first week planned and then you take it into week two. Um, you know I think it's been really good and the, the repetitions that you know, some of the younger quarterbacks have gotten with the first group has, has really helped uh, you help them progress. Um, and tonight was a was a big part of it as well. And I think you see some of that 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 confidence. You you know you see the, the confidence in the older quarterbacks and just what they're being asked to do, how they're playing. Um, but uh, you. You know, it's it, all in all, it's it's been exciting to see that progression. Coach, you mentioned tonight was really about getting those players fighting for positions, those reps that they need. Is there anybody who's particularly sticking out tonight, or even over the course of camp, that tonight you saw that response you needed? Well, you know, I mean, it's it'll be. Easier to go when going back on uh, you know, being seen on film, uh, just in you know the consistency playing and play out. But you know, I mentioned a couple of those guys on on the defensive front that uh, I was really excited about. You know, I'll be interested to see uh, you know, guys like you know Cortez Andrews and you know really how he you know how he played. You know, got a, you know got a, a lot of extensive work. Um, you know, you know it, as you sit there and you look at the defensive backfield, uh, you know Kevin Knowles flashed. You know, did some good things. Shane Brown, you know, came up with an interception again tonight. Um, you know, there's some things he's got to continue to. To, to clean up, but uh, you know I'm excited about you know the progression of what he's doing. You know, Jadarius Green McKnight, uh, you is, is a guy that's coming along, um, but we just have to have have the consistency playing and play out. Uh, you know I know uh, you know we we got uh, you know guys on the offensive side. I know we kind of touched on. Uh, you know I like I like what I'm seeing from our tight end your tight end position. You know Jordan Wilson was was uh, limited a little bit last week uh, in just what we were doing, and tonight we wanted to get him some good work. Uh, I don't know if he came away with you know anything in the stat line, but uh, you know he was, but it was good to see him out there. You know, being able to work. I know he did have a couple early catches, but uh, uh, you know, seeing him, you know, put together drives and uh, you know the development of some of those younger tight ends is really, uh, really exciting as well. You said earlier that this isn't exactly game week, but it's you know you're kind of wrapping up the main part of the camp. 
Um, how do you feel like you guys came out of those two weeks, and um, did you feel like you accomplished what you guys hoped to or close to it? Well, you know, you, you come into camp and you want to establish an identity. And uh, the identity that, that, that we need from this football team is one that's willing to work. And, um, you know, it's impressive. You know, every day I go back and I, I check the um, – you know all the data that we receive from the GPS, and you know, you know we're looking tracking top speeds, the, the the workload, and change of direction, explosive movements, and it's I mean it's night and day. I mean these guys, um, you know, to go through 14 practices, uh, the the you know we've made it challenging, and uh, you know we want to, we want them to be uncomfortable throughout this uh, this camp, and it's long it's early mornings, long nights, um, you know, and these guys they they just continue to get up and and go and push, and um, you know, we're not. You know, we're not exactly we're not exactly where we need to be. Uh, you know, we're, we, we've got to do a great job over the next two weeks to help get get ourselves there. Um, but we're taking the positive strides, and you know, we still are a young team. We're still a. Uh, um, uh, an emotional team at times, but uh, you'll be able to control those emotions and go out and and play at a high level at a controlled level, um, but with with tremendous passion and and uh, you know investment in the work that you're going to do and what you and and, and how much it means to you. So uh, I'm pleased with where we are two weeks in, and uh, you know, but we know we got a lot of work to do here moving uh, moving forward for Notre Dame. Hey, Mike, with two scrimmages now in the books, how close are you guys to come up with that starting quarterback, and what will the process be over the next two weeks before Notre Dame to make that decision? That's a great question, Gene. We're, we're closer, and I feel really good. We're going to keep watching practice, and we're going to continue to watch those guys that uh, uh, who puts us in the best position to, to, to be successful here September 5th. And, but I'm really pleased with what I'm seeing from that group and um, you know, just the way that, the way that they're playing. In the first scrimmage, you kind of characterized it as the you know, defense got off to a fast start and the offense responded. Was there anything like that either way tonight or was it back and forth the whole way? You know, I thought, uh, I mean, I, I thought the offense did a good job moving the ball. There was some, um, you know, like I said, we, we were uh, – you know, we held some of the guys on the defensive front, and so it really forced some of the guys that have been, you know, maybe getting reps with the second group to, to have to go out there and and uh, uh, you know play at a high at, at a higher level. Um, you know, gets increased competition, and uh, thought the offense moved the ball well. There was some some really good drives, and then there were some uh, some big stops in key moments. And a couple, you know, there wasn't you know last week the defense created you know you know more explosive plays. I would say you know by creating takeaways, um, but tonight there there were some um, you know there was. There was less of the mistakes that were that showed up, uh, you know, there offensively in, in those situations. But uh, you know, it was good still seeing the defense fly around. So uh, there was there was the right amount of back and forth. But um, you know, I think it was uh, uh, it was it was good to see the the offense be able to sustain drives even in some some poor situations that were you know sometimes uh, uh, presented. Hey, coach. Uh, so. Punter is probably not a position that a ton of people are going to focus on, but it seems like Alex is punting the ball with a lot of confidence in camps. Just how much of a weapon can having a quality punter like that be for a team? No, I mean, it's huge. And, uh, you know, Alex is a weapon. And I hope we don't have to use him a whole lot, but uh, we definitely love having him. And, you know, he's, uh, you can see just the confidence that he has. You know, last year as a true freshman coming in, uh, you know, in a new country, a new place, you know, just going to kind of, you know, to do what he was able to do even last year, um, you know, I, I think he's had tremendous improvement. And from his pocket punting to what he's uh, to, to what he's doing, um, it is. I mean, he is he is definitely a weapon for us. And um, you know, he's got uh, a great deal of confidence that he's operating from. Uh, you know, I think uh, uh, you know, really all of our specialists. I mean, it's it was good tonight. You know, to get back under the lights there at Doak and see those guys have to kick. I think you know, Ryan's having a great camp. Uh, uh, Parker's really doing some nice things. We got competition at the snap at the snapping uh, position. And um, you know, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun as as we go through this week. But uh, I feel like our specialists are definitely um, improved and have a chance have a chance to be a strength of uh, of what we're doing. So uh, it's it's been a really good camp in, in that regards. All right, we're gonna do two more. Next will be Andre. Hey, Coach, um, run defense was something that obviously we struggled last year. How would you, now that you've seen in more like game simulated situations, where would you say the progress is of the, like in that aspect on, on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, you know, I think our guys are, they're taking a lot of ownership in, in that and uh, the confidence of, of what they need to do, how they need to do it. Um, 
you know, it's it's uh, it's a group that's tough to get a whole lot of movement on, and uh, you know whether they're whether they're stationary or, or some of the things that they're doing movement-wise, um, you know, in, in different times. I mean, I, I think it's uh, it's it's exciting to see, and uh, you know, we have to stop the run. There's no doubt about it. That's that's something that um, is going to be huge for this football team for this year, and we know coming in game one, that's going to be a, a a critical part of of uh, you know of what we need to do to put ourselves in a position to even have success. So, um, you know, there's our, our guys, the, the confidence in, in what they're doing as, as a group of 11 and what it takes to stop the run, I think is definitely at a uh, much uh, advanced, uh, advanced place than where it's been. And, uh, you know, we've had some really good days with that. And, um, you know, we got to continue to work as, uh, as we get a little closer to kickoff. When we're watching practices, you know, obviously we're not seeing what you guys are seeing, or we don't know what to look for. But it seemed like in the last few practices, the offense started kind of started seeing more guys come open. You started seeing, you know, just I don't know, is that execution? Is that common? And, and have you been pleased with the way that's come along? Come along? Uh, you're watching well, Ira. You're watching well. So uh, no, it, I, I think I thought um, uh, yesterday morning. Uh, Friday, I mean, we're seeing that that growth. And when you have um, when you have younger receivers, when you have you know the protection you know part of it, when you see you know guys working with quarterbacks and you know the the versatility that we have in our passing game, um, you know you want to see that development as you're going through. And you know being two weeks in, it's it's time. And uh, I thought we probably you know threw and catches uh, uh, threw and caught the ball as good as we had in yesterday's practice it was i mean it was impressive and um, you know you could see those guys you know starting to emerge and they they the confidence in what they're doing and uh, you know and how they're supposed to do it and just that that continuity with the quarterbacks and uh, and the way that they're working together, it's um and and that's credit to the quarterbacks as well. I mean it's you know that it's a fun thing when you go out to practice and you don't see a a different a, a huge difference when you go to one guy to the next guy and and just the operation and the location of, of passes and the timing, um you know it's a it's it's really what it helps push the uh, the offense forward and uh, you're definitely excited about that and it it showed up tonight. Um, you know, we did have some some you know, mishaps and, and drop passes uh, that we got to get cleaned up because just to maintain that consistency. Hey, coach, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Hey, um, coach was coach Norvell was talking about how the offense. He felt like yesterday started to kind of the throw it. The passing game was coming along, and he thought it continued a little bit tonight. Um, is that developed during camp? Is, is that something you see? gradually or is there like a light comes on cumulatively for the whole group or how's that process usually kind of come to be i mean it's it's kind of a, a boring answer work those guys have come to work every day they're on the jugs after practice they knew it was a problem last year and they came out and they're trying to be better and it's starting to show up and you can see it and uh like i said like coach said they're they're getting better and I'm very pleased with that group because the work they've put in is starting to show up. Uh, staying at wide receiver, I know Coach Bernal talked about you parking someone in tonight. I made a mistake and then kind of responded with a, a big play and a big moment. Is how have you seen the light come on for him now a couple weeks within in the preseason camp? Yeah, I mean he, he's a he's a pretty bright kid in general. I mean he he, he cares, he studies, uh, he wants to do right. Uh, so I, I don't know if the, the lights all of a sudden just come on. I think ever since he's got here, he's been doing everything he can uh, to be the best version of himself he could possibly be. And I think an accumulation of everything he's done, uh, I wouldn't say the light turned on. I think it's kind of been on, and he's just getting better and better every day. Hey, Kenny, just want to know how did you think the quarterbacks this evening on the field. I thought it was a really, really good scrimmage from, from their standpoint. Uh, I thought the older guys managed it really well. Uh, very, very, very poised. And I mean, that's the step that we got to take in that room is having that poise and comfort back there of when to play fast, when to slow down, take, and taking control, right? I thought they did a great job of that. Um, the younger guys, I thought a much improved scrimmage for both of those guys. Uh, all three of those guys is drastically better and a few situations that we just got to improve on you know in certain two minute drills and certain situations uh, down and distance wise we got to understand why something's called and uh, do we want to be aggressive here 
and do we want to throw the ball away here? Is this a time that we need to be risky with the ball? Is this a down and distance where we just need to be safe with the ball? Understanding the big picture of the game, but from a foot, from a place perspective, from going out there, whatever play was called and executing it, the young guys did a really, really, really nice job. Now combining situational awareness with the play is that next step. Hey, Coach, so the, to circle back to your wide receiver group, obviously a lot of first and second year guys. Uh, Malik McLean, probably the most well-known coming out of high school, but it seems like a lot of your other younger receivers like Josh Burrell, Kentron, Darian have made plays throughout camp too. Just how would you assess the performance of some of those younger receivers so far in camp? I think they've done a great job. I mean, I think their mindset is, we talk about all the day, all, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Nobody cares your circumstance. Like in life, nobody cares where you came from. Nobody cares, you know, if you've been out and had twisted ankles. Nobody cares, right? You got to go out there. And when you're on the field, you've got to execute, you've got to make plays, right? And those guys have put in the work, right? And they've had a mindset that whether they're a freshman, whether they're a redshirt freshman or a true freshman, they're going to find a way to get on the football field. And uh, some of those guys are forcing us to do that. How, how did you feel like the offensive line did tonight, both in run blocking and pass blocking? I thought they did really well. A uh, few penalties that we still got to clean up, but I thought those guys, I, thought, I think that group uh, is growing. And the more reps they get, the better they get. That's the thing about offensive line, right? It's a unit. Very rarely do people point out players on the offensive line, right? It's a, it's a unit. And I think those, the unit, right, is starting to get comfortable with each other. And that, that's what you look for when you look for it at offensive line. You look for the unit. You look for the 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 comfort they have in each other, and the growth that they've been making. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very pleased uh, with how they've progressed. Chris? DJ Williams is a guy that trimmed, uh, I think, about 15 pounds off his body. How much of a difference has it made from spring to now, what he's able to do for you guys? It, it's made about 15 pounds of a difference. I'm just kidding. But uh, he, he looks so much faster, so much quicker. I mean, he looks like the guy that, that you know, I coached uh, before he got here. And uh, I'm just, his dedication, he's just another example of guys buying in, of guys buying in. Say we need to lose weight, loses 15 pounds, shows back up faster, quicker, right? And that's a guy I've seen produce at a high level, uh, and I'm very, very pleased with him. Coach Travell said, I know he liked what he saw from the tight ends tonight. I guess obviously you have the, the, the veteran guys, Cam and Jordan. What are some of the younger guys in that group as well? Biscuit, baby. Marquiston. Um, similar story. Uh, you know, he was a guy that, you know, got up in weight, and we said, you need to drop weight. And he dropped the weight, and he's starting to come on and come on every single day. He just gets a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And, uh, I mean, I'm just I'm very pleased with his progression throughout this camp fundamentally, uh, progression throughout this camp, keeping his weight and managing his weight. And he's just done a – he's going to help us at some point. Going back to Parchment, uh, just from some of the practices we watched, there are times where it seems like he's really close to hitting a big play or close to hitting a play, but it's just not right there. Is that is it been more – him not understanding exactly what you guys want, or has it been the quarterbacks getting the timing with him since he's kind of new? What, what's been the key there? I think it's a little bit of both. I think every every rep could be a learning experience. You know, sometimes, you know, whether it's a fade rep or a post rep, and he runs it maybe a little bit how they how he ran it at his last school, and the quarterback's throwing it how he run it here. And every football plays its own play. So there's really not many times you can say, you know, when you're new, well, that was the same as this that you had last year. You don't get that, right? So all of those all of those plays where he may inside release and win as opposed to outside release and win, or the guy may be on his low hip and his last school may have taken it high versus flattened it out, right? Now he's learning by fire and trial by fire. So I think it's a little bit of combination of when he wins and we're on the same page, we've completed some to him. Sometimes we're a little bit not on the same page, but we get to discuss it. And I will say that's a kid who, as I said it before, he's intelligent. He's smart. He likes ball and he cares. So when he does do something, that's not how we do it here, right, as an adjustment, 
right? He usually learns from that, and he doesn't make the same mistake twice. And that's the key to playing early. That's the key to playing as a transfer, is you've got to be able to come in. You've got to be able to be a one-mistake-and-fix guy, right? Something happens. We say this is how you should react if this happens, and then you do it. And that's a guy who I think can do that and has done that throughout camp. Since your two upperclassmen quarterbacks sort of provide different attributes, different skill set, how much, how much is that going into not showing your cards when you guys are handling this uh, competition right now? Well, I think, you know, the closer we get to, to game day, you know, the closer we get to naming a starting quarterback. Day by day, we get a day closer. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Hey, um, Coach Norvell mentioned that uh, you guys maybe let a few of the older defensive linemen you know, take it a little bit easier tonight. Was that more because you you know what you've got from them, or was it more wanting to see these younger guys in a scrimmage situation? Both. You know, we uh, you know some guys were a little bit banged up. Some guys we got pretty locked in roles for already, and we're just making. There's only so many reps out there, and we want to make sure we're the guys that are taking the reps have the great opportunity to kind of make the most of it, so we can get roles understood here as we head into game week. Um, so that, that was the idea of any guys that played limited reps that were dressed, it was our decision and just making sure we're maximizing the reps that we have with the guys that we need to have so we can make the right decisions on personnel. Will with the WCTV. Hey, Coach. So earlier in camp, Coach Norvell mentioned that the best athletes have to be coached the hardest and that specifically Travis Jay is really starting to embrace that. Does it seem to you like he's beginning to put it all together as you head into the season? Um, I think Travis is improved. He's been more consistent um, on the practice field. Um, he's been healthy, which has helped it. Um, I think that's a big part of it. So, you know, Travis has always been a very skilled player, but he was on and off the field a lot, um, didn't practice very much. Um, and when you don't practice, it's hard to develop habits, physical habits and mental habits, and just the understanding of how it's got to be done and when it's got to be done. And, you know, so. You know, the talent from a standpoint of athletically has always been there, but he's consistently been on the field um, throughout camp, which has helped in his development for sure and somebody we're counting on um, here in the next couple of weeks. Chris, me? Hey, Adam. Through hey, Chris. two weeks and two, two scrimmages, who are some of the young guys that have kind of shown you that they possibly can contribute, definitely help this defense, at least yeah. give you valued reps? Young guys, Chris, that, that weren't here last year, you're saying? Yeah, so, you know, let's start with the guys that came in the mid-year. You know, Kevin Knowles, um, has, all he's done is played really hard and made the plays that have come his way. Um, so, you know, Kevin's played, he played corner tonight. You know, so he, he's done a nice job. Um, and then early on, you know, starting with the front, you know, Patrick Payton has shown some flashes. Um, been excited about that. Um, you know, we put George Wilson in there some this tonight, just in some sub packages to try to get his athleticism on the field. You know, Hunter Washington has shown a lot of grit and toughness. Um, you know, freshman corner that's kind of taken some lumps, but you know, he definitely has a he's got a really strong amount of grit to him. Shaheen Brown has flashed. Um, we're asking him to do um, a lot of things. We're not limiting things when he's in to try to force the development because the physical development is there, the confidence is there. Um, so you know, those are some of the guys that are getting to work. You know, Marion Cooper is just, you know, he, he missed some early parts of camp, but what we've seen early from him, we've been excited about. Um, so, you know, those are, those are the newcomers. How did, I know you guys have been mixing and match, matching a lot of those linebackers through the first two weeks. How did how did that group perform tonight? And are, are you guys figuring out like who plays best with each other, or kind of what's that process? Yeah, so I mean we're playing with some two linebacker systems, some three linebacker systems, some one linebacker systems. You know we're trying to get it all ready, and you know I think you know Amari, you know has has come along, and you know we're trying to put him in the right situations to make sure that. He can rush the passer when we need him to rush the passer. He can play man coverage when we need him to do that. Uh, he can play inside the box. Um, so he's getting those reps. You know, DJ Lundy has really taken some strides this year. You know, um, I thought he had some really natural football to him last year. He played meaningful snaps last year. 
but then got banged up and really, again, missed some practice time. And, you know, it seemed like he was playing more in games than he wasn't practiced. That's never good for a freshman. Um, but I've liked the way he's come along. Um, you know, so, so that group's coming. Um, you know, I think Kalen Deloche is somebody that's probably made the most strides from where it was at the end of last year to where it is now. Um, so there's been some stock up, with, especially with DJ and Kalen in, in their play as of late. Coach, if you could maybe just talk a little bit about how you feel Dennis Briggs has done, maybe from a disruptive standpoint, and, and Fabian Lovett, is, is there a big onus on him to, I don't know, set the set the tempo or, or establish sort of an identity for your, your front yeah, four? I think Fabian has, has definitely, you feel some ownership from him with how the defensive line performs. Uh, Fabian's definitely in the best shape I've ever seen him. You know, he's, you know, his body looks great. He's playing faster. He's playing more consistent pad level, uh, which is, allows him to play longer and um, throughout the down and, and more throughout the series. Um, you know, Dennis, we all know the story. Like, you know, last year he came back in the Carolina game and, you know, he barely practiced, but, you know, we put him in at defensive tackle and you know, he just didn't have the training to play inside very much last year. But that's where he belongs. I mean, he's a disruptive, long athletic three technique. Um, and we're seeing that throughout camp. Um, you know, that's exactly where he's supposed to play. That's what his body type is. That's his mentality. He's created a mindset that that's what he is. Um, and so you know, I like Dennis. I think Dennis has a great upside. And, you know, this is a huge year. I think if our D-line, in order for our D-line to play well, you know, Dennis Briggs has to play at an extremely high level. He's a very important piece to that front. And um, when the money's on the line right now, he's going to be in the action. And we're, we're going to count on him to, to be able to make the plays that are necessary at that position. Just following up on Travis Jay, is he, you know, last, last year I know you guys played him in multiple positions and it was tough for him because he was a young guy. How comfortable is he that, at that now, or do you think you guys will end up locking in? On a home for him. Yeah, we put Travis at corner. That was a position. That was something we made a decision fairly or early in camp to try and develop some consistency for him. Um, you know, I think the corners have to be your most competitive one-on-one -on -one players. They got to be athletic enough to win the one-on-ones out there. And I, he fit all those bills. And you know, it gave us a chance to just hone in on him playing that position. Um, you know, and and that's the direction we went. And I think. It's really it's felt right the last week and a half, you know, seeing him out there. And, you know, I think he, he's developed a real good relationship with Jarvis and those two have been working with each other. Um, but, you know, that, that's the position move we made and I'm feeling really confident about it. And Travis is, is definitely taking some really good steps to be a really good one-on-one -on -one defender. Uh, Coach Norvell talked about Jarrett Jackson's a guy he thought that could be an X factor. I don't know like what X factor means to you. Is that something you classify as Jared, or how would you size up his performance? I think just what you know, not to speak for Coach Norvell, but you know, when we say Jared Jackson's an X factor, like I think you know, we're counting on Fabian, Dennis, and then Coop to be you know good football players and guys that can play a lot of snaps. You know, Jared's got the size and athleticism um, that he should be with that group. Um, you know, he's just he's a little bit younger. He hasn't played much football. You know, he missed a lot of last year. Um, but when you just watch him when he's fresh, I mean, he flashes and he plays. You know, he's just he's so big and he's got good athleticism to him. It was a fresh. He was a high school defensive end, and his body has just taken shape in a different way. Um, but he belongs with those guys from a size and athleticism standpoint. It's just the consistency of the grit, and the toughness that it takes to play in the A and B gaps and. Uh, you know, I think Jarrett's got a bright future, but, you know, he is a little bit behind those guys. So by saying he's the X factor, just if he can take that next step, it develops that depth that you need up front. Hey, Adam, I'm curious, hey, Jane. you guys moving into uh, game prep starting uh, in a few days here. How important it is to get that, that depth chart, that first, second team to move into that role, or is that something you're just going to continue to tweak basically all the way up to those final couple days? No, Jim, I mean, we, you want to lock in your, to, to your defensive unit, right? You want to say this is our, this is our group, and this package is our group of that package, right? These are your roles. 
Um, within that, you're going to have some flexibility, right? I mean, guys get better, guys get you know, guys get hurt. There's some movement, but you got to structure it. You know, during camp across the country, you're saying, you know, one base and certain guys run on. The next day, different guys run on. Um, there's not much. I don't want to say understanding, but like there's still competition and guys are constantly moving. When you get in a game rep, your, your ones get reps. Your twos, you know, in a 12 period, 12 play period, you know, you're, you're getting three reps with this group, three reps with that group, three reps with another group. Like you're kind of splitting up the reps a little bit more um, in a way where ones and twos are getting the same amount of reps and the threes drop off. So setting those depth charts are they're happening. I mean, that was the point tonight. You know, when we break camp. You know, going into Tuesday, like, there's going to be some good on good where we're going to mix some people. But when we, get, when we get going to the Notre Dame prep, like, when we say one group, like, that's the group that comes and twos go in. And then when you get some sub packages, maybe the depth charts change a little bit specifically to the skills. But they, it gets set, and I think it needs to be set. So guys understand roles, and they can understand what they need to be prepared to do. Okay. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Hey, Ira. So uh, who's your kicker? Um, just kidding. Um, did you guys do a lot of, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you did a lot of uh, situational stuff with the place kickers. How did they do? Good day for both of the guys. Um, I do think, you know, the, the competition's been really good. I do think that uh, it's starting to shape up, though, and I'm starting to get a much better feel of who it's going to be. You know, Coach Norvell and I talked about that a little bit before um, before the scrimmage today. You know, we're not ready to, to to declare it and, and name a winner yet. But, um, you know, I do think we're getting closer to that. So hopefully here in the next uh, three to four days, we'll be, we'll be able to have, you know, a, a little bit more definitive announcement in terms of that. But, um, you know, I want, but that's going to be coach's call on, uh, on when that, that announcement is. Chris? Uh, coach Norvell also talked about the long snapper competition. Can you just talk about the two guys kind of going at it there? Yeah, you know, I'll start with Garrett Murray. You know, he uh, he's a guy that for the last couple of years since we've been here has works hard every day. Uh, I appreciate his commitment to this program and how hard he works. And uh, James Rosenberry is a transfer um, that I actually had in another school, uh, so so I have a lot of familiarity with him. Um, and and it's been good. I mean, you know, the the snapping has been good this this uh, fall camp. Um, they battle it out. You know, I have no problems of, of having a short snapper and a long snapper that, that split duties um, and, and using both guys based on, on the competition. So uh, we'll see how it, how it ends up this week. But uh, I, th I think there's a good chance that you'll end up uh, having, possibly seeing both guys play this year. Well, Hey, Coach. So, you know, obviously punter is not a position that a ton of people are going to talk about, but it seems like Alex has had a really impressive camp punting the ball. Just what stood out to you about the way he's punted the ball throughout? I, I just think he feels really confident right now. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of a lot of performance, you know, a lot of his performance is, is based on, on being in a good rhythm and a good groove. And, um, you know, I think he feels good about where he is. You know, having another, having a whole season of, of experience playing American football obviously helps him. Um, there's there's a lot fewer things that he's seeing now for the first time. He's been through a fall camp. Uh, he knows what to expect. And I think now he can just kind of relax and, and let his talent shine. And, and he's done a nice job of that throughout this camp. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for him because I thought he did some, some good things last year. But, you know, I, I said this a week ago, and I still feel the same way. I don't think he's really scratched the surface of how good he can be. In the practices we watch, you guys work on kick returns and kick coverage and kind of segments. We don't really get to see it all play out. I guess you do that during the scrimmage. And how is the return game function um, in that setting as opposed to more kind of segmented? Well, so, you know, we kind of building block style approach in terms of how we, how we put things in. And uh, what you guys see in the, in the segments of practice that you're there is a lot of the fundamentals. Um, as the practice goes on, we get into a lot, a lot more of the scheme. Uh, I think the return game is starting to shape up well. Um, everything's always going to start with, with the fundamental aspect of it, but I thought the last three or four days we got some really good work on, on both our punt return scheme and our kickoff return scheme. So I like where we're at. Um, 
you know, the speed is always the biggest difference between what it looks like in practice in that first game. Uh, so we got to keep pushing that. Um, but but I, I think we the last three or four days we, we've really done some good things in, in both return units. Coach Marcus Cushney is somebody who's been mentioned by Coach Norvell a few times, especially tonight, when he mentioned that tonight was more about players who were on the cusp of getting reps, really battling. Did you see that kind of energy and execution consistency that you need from him tonight? Yeah, you know, I thought Marcus flashed tonight, made some plays. You know, the thing that, that he absolutely uh, brings to the table is, is a good edge rush presence and speed. And um, you saw both those things flash tonight, and he was able to make some, some plays. And, um, you know, it, for him, it's a matter of how quick can we get him prepared um, because he's only been with us for a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, every day he's learning something. So um, we got to get him caught up to speed, and, and that's what we do on a daily basis. But I liked what I saw from him tonight. And, um, you know, I, I think he's going to be a guy that will be able to make an impact for us this fall. Hey, Coach, with some of the adjusted rules the NCAA did with contact and the physicality of practices, like you can't do straight line, head-on, head-on, sort of stuff, is that going to be an advantage for kick coverage units, you think, or, or kick return units when the season starts? And are you getting a better picture of that after scrimmage? You know, the, the rule changes, I think, you know, anything that, that – any rule changes that are for the, for the betterment of, of the uh, player's safety, I think, is a good thing. Um, some of the things that we've done traditionally from a from a coaching standpoint and the drills and um, you know you have I haven't missed them this this camp put it that way I haven't I haven't wished that we could have done some of the things that maybe we have done in the past we tweak and adjust and that's one of the great things that coach Norvell I think does is he's he's thorough and prepared in everything that we do. Um, so I think the changes and the rule changes haven't really affected us very much because we've taken the drills and just modified them to where they're not that straight line contact, but we're still teaching the fundamentals and the technique. I think we've seen some of a few, very few, a few of the freshmen get to take part in some of the, looks like with the, the, the better special teams guys, like. Shaheem and Malik and some of those guys. What does it say about the ones who do get to play on those units as a freshman if they do? Well, I mean, I think it's a twofold part. You know, for for the young guys that get to play, uh, number one, they have to be physically ready to do it. Um, you know, and there's there is a big transition from high school to to the college level. So they got to be physically prepared, both uh, with speed and strength. And then they also have to have the mental aptitude to be able to pick up what we're trying to teach. And uh, you know, the guy, the freshmen that play, you know, they have both. Um, they're able to pick up the scheme. They're able to pick up the fundamentals and technique. But they also have the physical ability to do it. And you know, Shaheem is an example that that you brought up. But there's been a couple of those guys that I think are going to have a chance. Um, but uh, but there's still you know it's still some some time to to go until we have to make those decisions. But um, I do like some of our young guys on some of these special teams units. Okay, thanks, coach. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube.